Yeah. Yeah. Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Let's get it. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope, fam. Sean on the mic, very flat, too. Keep you updated, that's what we do. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope, fam. Yo, 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 what to do, everybody? It's your boy, John Altador with Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Back at you with another one with my boys, Vlad and Barry. What's good, my guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, excited and happy to be here, as always. Uh, ready for another great episode that's, you know, about to come come up and come your way. So uh, we are here for episode C5 of Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Episode 65, man. We're plugging along here consistent. Um, episode 65. Who you got for 65? Number 65 is Famous Fives? Uh, yeah, so I got um Lane Johnson from the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm sure yeah, you guys yeah. know who that is. Oh, yeah. We love Lane Johnson around these parts. Yeah, yeah. He was the one that was talking trash after the um you know Patriots lost to the Eagles in the Super Bowl a few years ago and saying that those guys don't have any fun down there. Yeah, um, <laughs> I saw I saw Gary Zimmerman um, who played in the eighties. Yes, he played um, yep. Minnesota Vikings and Denver Broncos. Uh huh. I remember him. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got him. We got um Eric Carlson who um plays in the NHL um. And he's a hockey player. He's a pretty good hockey player. Uh, nonetheless, I know he's like played for the Sharks and several teams um, in the NHL. So, uh, yeah, he's been around for the while and, and, and doing his thing. Yes, sir. So is that, is that all you got? Uh, yeah, that was a tough number to come up with. I didn't really see too many, you know, notable you know, guys that were 65. I thought there would have been another offensive lineman in the league that's a 65. But at least I can't think of one. Uh, at the top of my head, but all right. Um, episode sixty-five. Then, um, if you're watching, please make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're following us on, on social media. We're on Instagram at profans underscore sports. We're on Twitter at profans sports. Facebook.com slash profans sports, and of course YouTube.com slash profans sports. Episodes drop every Tuesdays, and our videos drop every Wednesday. Again, make sure you're subscribing. You know, um, very little percentage of the listeners subscribe, so make sure you're doing that to support the channel. And, and this, uh, this, we, this week we had we have a great interview that's gonna be dropping at the same time this episode is dropping. So make sure you check it out. We interviewed the great Joe Murray from the 98.5, um, the Sports Hub. Um, it was a fun interview. We all were laughing, and it was a good time. So make sure you check it out. Yes, definitely. Absolutely, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to those guys for, you know, um, they're starting to come on the Pro Fan Sports Podcast, plat- podcast platform, man. Yeah, it's guys, we're on the road. We're on uh, fire, man. We, are, we we're, appreciate We're like Steph that. Curry, how he was at the end of the season oh, when he went on okay. that hot streak. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're yeah. on that kind of a roll here with the guests and the people we've been bringing on this podcast. Right. We're uh, trying to be on the... We're trying to be on the Jokic level, MVP type shit right now. Ah, you know I mean? there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that, you know right, I mean? right. That's true. <laughs> that's true. We're definitely trying to get get, get there for, for, for sure, man. Uh, that's a good one, John. Absolutely. Well, that, yeah, that's the sure, goal. Well, we, we got to make sure we, we shout Barry out because Barry's the MVP. No, Barry's been Barry, working. Barry, Appreciate Barry's it, been, man. been working. Uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. You know that's what I mean? has been grinding. That been putting in that work, getting these guys on. So I, I appreciate it, fellas. Thanks for giving me the credit and the recognition. That much appreciated, and um, you know, definitely grateful, and you know, and, and, and you know, and, and feel you know great that these guys have been able to you know come on the podcast and feel like you know we're worthy and you know we're you know good enough for them to be able to you know be guests on our platform and and, and come on this podcast. So definitely shout out to all the guests that. We've had um, on, on this podcast who have come on, um, you know, with us and, and have given us their time to, uh, you know, put some uh, good interviews and good content together. So, uh, yeah, let's definitely keep this going. We're definitely on a roll. So I like what, what you know, we've, we've been doing lately. It's, it's been a lot of fun. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. So Joe Murray came on. We discussed everything around, you know, the Boston sports scene, you know, as well as some other stuff, too, man. He's a fun dude. So make sure you're watching that uh, segment. You know, he definitely came on and blessed us with some of his time. So make sure you're supporting that video and please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. That's all yes, we're asking. Absolutely. You know I mean? So on to episode 65, we go. We'll get into the NBA, of course. I'll tell you what's going on with that. Uh, the standings, uh, some Celtic stuff. NFL news, uh, MLB, you know, and again, if you um, watch the special segment with Joe Murray, you'll hear some stuff about the Bruins as well. So let's get into it, man. So the NBA, you know, the playoffs is going on right now, but there's also some news flying around there. Uh, the, you know, things like uh, coaching vacancies right around the league. Some vacancies are happening and some people are uh, interviewing right now, right? So we got uh, Becky Hammond uh, scheduled to to interview with the Portland Trailblazers and the Orlando Magics, man. So you know her name's out there as a hot as a hot prospect, right, among the ranks of the the people that are trying to go out for the coaching jobs. Um, and congrats to her because she gets if she gets hired, she's the first woman to ever coach in the NBA. You know, not Whoopi Goldberg. You know, some people, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> you for seen real. that movie? You seen that movie, Vlad? Um, I, it sounds familiar. I think I have. I cannot recollect it clearly right now. Yeah, I, I don't even remember the name of the movie, but I know the coach of the New York Knicks for a while mm. in that movie anyway. Um, some more NBA news. Nikola Jokic, we were just talking about him. He won MVP for the year, you know, 2020-2021 season. Um, so hey, yeah, well deserved. Shout out to Nikola Jokic. That was my guy, yeah. That I there you called it. Yeah, that's well, right. You called that? I remember. I but, did actually. Yeah. Yep. When we we're doing our predictions for, you know, who was going to win MVP, you guys yeah. said Joel Embiid and I said Nikola Jokic. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I ended up uh, being right on the money. But, you know, so that, that, that I'm glad that, you know, I was right and he ended up winning. And he definitely had a great season and, you know, and was deserving of this award and felt like he was, you know, the guy that was, um you know, best suited to win it. So, you know, definitely big shout out to, Nikola Jokic on an incredible and, and amazing season that he had. Yeah, I believe uh, Joel Embiid came second in that in the voting, and then um, came Steph Curry, and then um, Chris Paul was on there, which was pretty cool. I like I like that Chris Paul had got some set for MVP. Yes, absolutely. What he's done this season is definitely amazing. Uh, Rudy yep. Gobert has won the Defensive Player of the Year. I believe that's his third year. He's won. He's won the um, that Correct. Title, you know. Yeah. And um, if you wonder why he's winning stuff like that, look at the last game they played against. Um, who's that? The, the Clippers. Clippers against the Clippers, and and see you know what he did against them right there. Uh, Tom Thibodeau, Tibbs, uh, he won Coach of the Year. Uh, the coach of the New York Knicks, and we know what he did over there. Turned that whole team around, you know, mm -hmm. turned everything around. Changed the culture yeah. over there culture. instantly. Yeah, big, big shout out to Tom Thibodeau. Tom that's well-deserving. So that's pretty cool. Um, some more NBA news. Uh, Serge Ibaka, he undergoes season-ending back surgery. Um, so good luck to him in his recovery process. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, he's out for the rest of the playoffs as well with a knee injury. Um, you know, he plays for the Hawks. Good luck to him as well. Uh, Denny Green will be out for three weeks with a strained calf. Uh, Denny Green with the Philadelphia 76ers. So it's not really a good time for him to be getting hurt, right? Yeah, not at all. Yeah. That's, nah. a, that's a big loss for, for them. But Sean DeAndre Hunt is a big loss for the Hawks. So both of those teams, you know, each have a, you know, big, you know, injury loss, you know, in their rotation. Yeah, man. Uh, Mike Conley Jr., Continues to be out for the Jazz with a hamstring, hamstring strain. Uh, James Harden continues to be out uh, for the Nets with a lingering hamstring. Before he was out indefinitely, he came, he came back right before the playoffs started, but now he's out again. Um, Jeff Green, he's making progress to be back in the lineup, so I guess the Nets should be should be pretty happy, you know, as they need him so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Uncle Jeff's coming back. We were just talking about him with Joe Murray and, you know, how he's a he's a glue and all that stuff. But, you know, on that team, he's not, you know, doing too much. Yeah, he's um, a late bloomer, John. Yeah, he, he bloomed late in his career. A late bloomer, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Christophe Porzingis uh, is reportedly unhappy with, with his role with the Mavericks. You know, I know that news has been out for a couple of days now, but, you know, it's a weekly show, so we got to let you guys know what's on. Um, so Would you he, guys like to see him here? Would you mind seeing that? 
He's injured so much. I just yeah. I yeah, mean that's the last thing we need. He's a, he's a good player when healthy, but like I don't want to go through that roller coaster that we've been on. But you know what? Uh, I I'll go on that roller coaster instead of going into onto um onto the Kemba roller coaster or the the Time Lord roller coaster. Or even Gordon Hayward? Well, I'm talking about people that are here. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I see. Because no, those, those guys miss games all the time. So that's a roller coaster no, within true. itself. So if we can get rid of one of those guys for him, sure, I'll go on that roller coaster because it's better than that, the other one. But then you're still going to have to worry about a guy missing games. I agree, but at least it's better. He's better than uh-huh. well, well, the potential is better. The upside is better. Yeah, exactly. no, that's, what, what, that's what I mean, yeah. My, no, my, I got you. My only thing is uh, that he's unhappy because of his role, that Luka dominates the ball. I guess he's not much of a superstar there. Like, what are you going to do here? Like, are you going to be yeah. the face? I don't understand. I think, I, think that's so, Brown. I think that's so stupid because you have a you have a young kid like Luka. He's a phenom. Who's unbelievable. Like, Special, unbelievable. And why wouldn't I want to support that kid and make that kid great and have that kid carry me? Right. Like when when um when Shaq was playing with Kobe, he knew Kobe was better than him. Uh huh. Exactly. And, he, and he'll tell you that Kobe carried us sometimes. Like uh, Kobe wouldn't be able to do it without me. Well, I don't know about better, but like more skilled and. Oh uh, no, he's, Kobe's better. Come on, Kobe's right. better. He's a better basketball yeah. player, right? Like there's no. <laughs> But, but but he'll I'm tell you. Like yo, I, I but, don't want to Shaq. But Shaq, Shaq no, Shaq will tell you. Shaq will tell you like he'll be at home down in Miami eating ribs or somewhere because he knows he has Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, that's fine. What, what, what did Kobe say? Uh, he'd win more championships if, if Shaq got in the gym a little more. Probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> Actually, he did, he did say that if he, he got himself, Shaq got himself in shape that. Definitely, you know, maybe have five or six rings as opposed to three. Nah, um, you mean um, Shaq? Well, yeah, when, like, Shaq and Kobe, like, played together, right? When Shaq, if, like you were saying, John, if Shaq... Well, that they would have won five or six rings. Right, right. If he actually was in shape and took care of himself in the offseason and... uh, and, and right, and, and was was fit, you know, uh, physically. I mean, right, they they could have definitely won more chips, you know, than the three piece they had. To be honest, man, I just hope that's not a situation that happens. The Celtics are two stars, you know what I mean? Because one is viewed as like up and coming superstar. One of them is like, yeah, I don't see star. that happening. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, I hope so too. You know, yeah, uh, but hopefully, doesn't one of those guys don't get jealous and in their feelings of the right. other one's success. Right. Uh, Raptors Pascal Siakam, um, he's out at least five months after shoulder surgery. So, uh, you know, good luck to him, uh, you know, before before the season starts. And I believe uh, this, the, the NBA is going back to a regular schedule where the season will start in October. Yeah, right? that's yeah. right. So, you know, he got five months. What is that? Uh, we're in June, uh, June, July, August, September. Yeah. He's going to be out. Months, pretty much. He's going to be out at least a month, um, you know, um, after the season starts. Whew, damn, so we're talking about him not coming back until, like, November. Yeah. Time. Wow. Yeah. I mean, maybe even December because it takes five months. You know what I mean? No, it that's takes, true. Yeah, exactly. That's, right, yeah, right. Plus, we have to wait and see how he recovers from the surgery, right, right, Cause, and if he has any setbacks or anything. Right. You know, um, what do you, what do you call, call Ray Lewis and rub some of that deer antler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's going to need some of that in order to come back in those five months. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> for, for real, definitely needs to hit up Ray Lewis and, and get whatever he used. Yeah, man. And then, uh, you know, interesting story in the NBA, uh, Kevin Durant's security guard, he's now banned from attending NBA game uh, because during the last game they had uh, between Milwaukee and the Nets, uh, Kevin Durant got into a skirmish with, um, what's that dude's PJ name? P.J. Tucker. Uh, P.J. Tucker. And uh, his bodyguard ran onto the court and, like, separated the two like he was at a club or something which he is didn't, like, he didn't separate the two. He started, he pushed, he he pushed, pushed P.J. Tucker. Oh, man. Like, well, I, was, oh, I was trying dude. to be nice. You know, not, I was like, yeah, he was trying to, you know. Yeah, he was uh, trying to break it up and be the peacemaker, right. He, he came in like he wanted to He wanted to fight, too. He wanted beef. Oh, shoot, yeah, so yeah. he was trying to throw hands with P.J. Tucker? He was trying to nah, square nah, up? No, 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 no. It was he like. Wasn't, he, wasn't, <laughs> he, wasn't, 
He wasn't trying to throw a hand. He just did it the wrong way. He just. If came you've in. seen the video, it's not like he went to grab Kevin Durant and um and um you know and pull him away that way. It was like I'm gonna get between y'all and and take take on PJ Tucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. and so now he'll have to wait outside of the arena. You know, before him and Kevin Durant meet again. So I mean, yeah, he can't go to any of his games anymore. Yeah, that's true. Well, probably for for the rest of this series, right? Or or is it? You guys think it's the whole time? The rest of the end? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, well, I, I think mean, it's probably at least the rest of this season. Probably, wait, pro- probably, probably until team... after the season's over. Maybe for next year, he'll be back in uh, the NBA arenas and back at KD's games uh, with the Nets. But at least I think for the rest of this playoffs, he's probably done. Uh, you know, being inside there, the, the games in the arena. Doesn't the team provide? Um, security, yeah, they but do. as well they as the security arenas. guys that work yeah, for the but, team specifically. But, but he's Kevin Durant. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Like he's Kevin Durant. Like, Yo, that, that's what he said. I'm Kevin Durant. Durant. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He said, he said, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I'm Kevin Durant. <laughs> and you well, know what? He's right. He's yo, that he, that's a bad man. Yeah, he's a bad man. That's bro. a bad man. Bad, bad man. Oh yeah, you absolutely know? true. Like me- mega star to say the least. Not superstar, mega star without question. And that's crazy because I didn't like I knew those guys had their bodyguards, but I didn't think like they'd have you know the you know b- bodyguards at games court side. That's like, what I'm saying. You know, like like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- I've never heard of that. I don't think LeBron even has that. At least as far as I know, maybe he doesn't. We don't know, but it's like yeah, you're it's, in the game, though. Like, what do you need security? Maybe, well, maybe he, um, he, maybe he has a thing with the NBA where they let him bring his own security guard. You know, what I mean, like Brady bring Alex Zero everywhere he goes with him. Like, Ale- nah, come on, you know that guy got to do his massages after. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. If he, if, if Kevin Durant goes to the teams, like. I want, I want my personal. Like you're gonna tell Kevin Durant no. I'd be like, why? We have, and he's gonna, people. and he's gonna look at you. and He's gonna be like, cause I'm Kevin Durant. <laughs> like, I don't. What do you mean why? You know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kevin. I'm not. I'm not, not just another player, right? Right. Do you want me to play or not? Like if you want me to play, I gotta bring my guy with me. <laughs> That's my oh, stipulation. Man. He comes or I don't. What's it gonna be? I bet you you're gonna say yes right away. Go ahead, Mr. Durant. I bet you that's one of his homies too. Like, yeah, yo, yeah. I, I'm just making oh, my yeah, that's his hands, I heard. You're, you're everywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I I'd like a job like that, you know what I mean? Like, and then and then he just fucked it up though. Yeah, hey, man, he did <laughs> fucked up. He done fucked listen, up. Listen, listen, it's a star driven yeah, league. Like, I'm he, sure. he, he didn't do his man's right there. That's you can't be doing that. If KD's your man's, you can't. Whoa, you know, I mean, be listen, making him look that bad. Listen, the, in one way, it's bad because he's not going to be able to go to the games. In another way, it's like. You know, my man has my back even while I'm in the game, son. You know No, I bet you he was doing that just to save his ass. Because if he if he didn't do that, KD probably would have been like, yo, where were you at? Right, oh, he would have wow. probably fired him yeah. for wow. find another he probably, um, guy. He probably did that to save his ass, you know? That would be selfish. Right, right, to save his job, yeah. yeah. That's selfish, you know? Um some Celtics news, man. Uh, the Celtics got permission to, to interview Chauncey Billups, who is uh, also a hot commodity, um, you know, name out there for uh, coaching vacancies out there. So Chauncey Billups, man, I hope when he comes to the building, they don't let him leave. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, right, right. Don't, don't do don't that go. like you did when he was a player. Right, right. And right, thank right. God Rick Pitino's not here, or else he would have definitely uh, sent him a Away and shipped him out of here. So good thing Rick Bettino ain't walking through that door. Yeah, man. And um, kind of like Porzingis, Campbell Walker wants to mutually part ways with. Well, it's reported that you know they want to mutually part ways this offseason. And um, you know the story is Kemba wasn't his feelings about you know his name being mentioned in a lot of the trade rumors out there. Um, one specifically being uh, the Drew Holiday trade. That well, he went to Milwaukee, but. Prior to that, apparently his name was in that trade, and uh, he didn't like that very much. So he wants to go somewhere that wants him. You know, I've, I 
you know, it's we, we never play professional sports, so we don't know what it's like. But when you're with a team and, you know, people start calling you family, you start, like, buying into it and you start, like, loving the fans, loving the place that you are. I understand feelings get hurt. But at the end of the day, man, we got to do what's best for the team. You're injured. You're not showing up. I know you're putting the work, but at the end of the day, these fans need a championship. This is Boston. And I, I credit Denny for trying to do that. Yeah. I didn't even know he was trying to do that. So I'm credit because if Denny had bought Drew Holiday, if we had I Drew mean, Holiday, I'm not saying we, I think we would have been in a better spot for the playoff. I think we, we might still be playing right now. Who knows? We'll might, they might still the be playing. We right, right. They, they wouldn't have had to play the Nets the first round. I can right. tell you that. I wouldn't have called to fire Danny Ainge. I would have been like, whoa, Danny, wow, another move. Like, <laughs> Right, he may I still think, be the GM here. He may still think, have his job. I think what pissed me off about Danny this year, it's um, it's um, Tristan Thompson and Jeff um, Teague. Jeff Teague. I think that's really the the show that broke the camel's back. It was like these are the guys we're gonna bring in to strengthen the team, but yeah, right, like, the last straw right they, there. They tried, they tried to, he tried to trick us. Yeah, I'm like, bro, that's not yeah. it, <laughs> for that's... real. Like like you said before, but that was patchwork. Yeah, exactly. I like, tried yeah. to put band-aids on you know on a wound and hope that you know it would just go away yeah, when man. the band-aids and oh, the wound got even bigger and bigger yeah. and, and it just over uh yeah it, 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 it just you know it went by the um the yeah the, the, the wound but you know getting to kimba i know i think it's certainly best for both teams to you know part ways um i even heard of you know another proposal that um, they were trying to trade him for LaMarcus Aldridge. And they were oh, yeah, not yeah. been able to do that straight up since the salaries would have, you know, matched up or been, you know, close enough uh, to, to, to each other. So I think, you know, it definitely, um, you know, it comes with the territory being a, you know, professional, you know, athlete or, you know, and playing in any professional sports that your name is going to be in, you know, trade talks. So, you know, uh, particularly if their team feels like, you know, it's best suited for them to, you know, move on for, from you and, you know, and get someone else to come in, you know, and replace you or to fill that, um, you know, void, um, you know, or clear even some salary cap, which I certainly think that they should do this offseason um, and need to, you know, trade him now while his value, you know, reasonable or uh, you can actually get something for him because, you know, um, yeah, I think it's just time for him to, you know, to, to, to you know, to get off. I don't know why I can't talk to this. It's time for him to, yeah, um, you know, go separate <laughs> ways and, and right. to, uh, you know, be able to, you know, then go somewhere else to change the scenery because it's just clearly not working out in Boston, unfortunately. And I like the guy, Kimba Walker. I've been a fan of his for a while since his yeah. days, but I think it's just, you know, it's just not a good fit here in Boston. I've heard, I've heard that story all, all week. You know, he's a great guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's who cares, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when, when the organization trades people, they say it's business, you know, and then the players cry, oh, I was loyal. And then when the player moves, they say, well, you know, when the organization does that, nobody says anything. It's business. You know what I mean? It's like, just get it through your head, man. This is, you guys are chips. This is business. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not the cornerstone, you're going to move. You know, you're going to get moved. You know, it's what have you done for me lately type of leagues. You know what I mean? If you're not right. doing what we brought you here for, you know what I mean? We all like him. I think that's well documented. It's like, you know, the team needs to win. It's 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 the win business. You know what I mean? We can't, we're not right. going to So, um, you know, we'll, we'll keep you guys updated on what happens with, with uh, Kemba Walker. I know the rumors are already flying. There's so many trade proposals already you know, from local to, you know, national news, national, they're all, right, they're all right. making, you know, trade proposals for Kemba Walker. So we'll keep you guys updated but, on it. You know, I think he'll definitely be moved this offseason. Sure, it's just a matter of where. So I'm looking yep. forward to seeing where that is. We'll see what happens, man. So NBA playoffs, man, right now the Bucks and Nets, they're 2-1, uh, the 76ers versus Hawks. 2-1 uh, and one Nets, that is, okay? Nets got two wins and Bucks got one. Uh, 76ers versus Hawks. Uh, 76ers got two and the Hawks got one. Uh, the Suns versus Denver. Whoa. Which we said would be a really interesting matchup. Right. And we would have been proven wrong because the Suns are up 3-0 on, on Denver right now. No matter even even if uh, 
you know, Jokic is getting triple doubles, whatever he's doing, they're winning. Still's not enough to get the win, right, right. And, can, they, uh, can they come back? <clears throat> nah. Nah. No. No. Nobody, I don't know. Anybody's come back from, well, there's one team that came back from three and one, and, you know, that was Cleveland in the finals, and that's never been done again, so I don't. I don't know, you know, with starters out, if you're going to be able to do that against the Suns, who got, you know, a world-class point guard and then a world-class shooting guard and then a really good center, too, at the same time, man. So, and good... Good, good, good uh, role, role players, players, too. Good, good complementary role players. Right, you know? yeah. So... Uh, I don't see that happening. I, it wouldn't even be surprised if it ends up being a sweep if they bring out the brooms on them and sweep them right out of the playoffs. Jazz versus Clippers. Uh, Jazz are up on them two and one right now. They just uh, Jazz lost their their game. I believe that was uh, Saturday night. I believe it was correct. Game. You know, correct. Uh, playoff P came came out and finally had, like, arrived about first, time, huh? In the about first time. half, and uh, they took that game by like almost thirty, I believe. Yeah, we think they won by 27. Yeah, yeah. 132, yeah. 105. So, yeah, man. yeah, they they blew them out pretty good. Yeah, so what are you guys thinking so far of the second round? It's great, man. I think it's been great basketball. It's been so, there's been a lot of surprises. Um, I think this NBA playoff has been a lot more exciting than a lot of previous NBA playoffs where you kind of guess what could have happened. Nobody, nobody would have guessed the Suns would have been up 3-0 right now. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that's I think that's that's crazy. The Hawks winning that first game against the Sixers was crazy. You know, um, I think it's been it's been an exciting playoffs. I can't wait to see what's what's gonna happen. Um, I think the Clippers are gonna come back and w- w- uh, beat the Jazz. Um, I think. What you think? Wow, you think they'll win the series? Yeah, come I, back and win after being down 0-2. Yeah, I think so. Wow. I think so. Wow. I think so. That's, that's a hot um, take. Right so there. they're yeah. winning seven? They're winning. I don't they're know. They're winning the series. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know if right, it's he's seven. Like, whether it's in six, seven, yeah. they're winning the series. Yeah, I, I got you. I don't know. And then the Nets, I, I don't think the Bucks win win another game. Oh, man. I don't think the they, Bucks they won. They won by three. That's been a disappointing series. That, I, that, that, that was, I thought it was supposed to gonna be the best series in the second round, and that's been the most disappointing, hands down. Because in order for the Bucks to win, they had to go. Um, um, Chris Middleton and Giannis had to go all out. I don't right. think they, they had to I, go off. Yeah, I don't think they win another game. And they they haven't been playing well at all. Yeah, that's I'm it for me. At, I'm looking at uh, the 76ers versus Hawks. You know, uh, Joel Embiid's been playing out of his mind, which we said they would need to do. You know, in order to beat those guys, right? Um, mm-hmm. And what he put up, like, 40 points last game? I think he had 27 last 27 game. But the game uh, that, yeah, that he had yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he had in then game one, he had 39. So, yeah, yeah. he's been playing like, uh, you know, MVP, you know, candidate. That, that he is a top, you know, MVP candidate, no question. Yeah, he said um that, uh you know, he don't care about the MVP trophy. All he wants to do is hold that Larry O'Brien. That's right. That has his mind at the right place. That's the right mindset. That's mm-hmm. what I like to hear. Yeah, man. Um, who do you guys think is is the player of the second round? So- um, I I don't know. You wanna go first, Barry? Yeah, I think um, so far it's been quite a few of them. If I had to pick one, I'd probably go with Donovan Mitchell. He's had over thirty points every game, even in the game that they lost. He still, you know, dropped them. Um, 30 and I uh, think yeah, and he's been dominating the first two games and yeah. Utah he was the best player on the court better than Paul George better than Kawhi Leonard like he was you know absolutely dominant and taking over those games and uh showing the Clippers that you know they they, they can't you know and showing particularly Paul George and Kawhi that they couldn't guard him and they couldn't slow him down and that he could score I will in any time he wanted to. He was making every sort of shot and uh, and controlling the game pretty much in, in every way. So I think certainly he's been, to me in my eyes, um, you know, what I've seen from this second round so far, the top player, um, you know, it, and really in, in both, you know, conference to, to this point, he's played exceptionally well and, uh, and he, he's a superstar. There's no question about it. This guy is a big time player and, uh, you know, and a guy that I think can certainly be a best player on a championship team. And he's certainly uh, been proving that 
in, in these playoffs to this point. Absolutely. Um, I'm going I'm to go with Joel Embiid, you know, um, what he's been doing, like 30, 39, 40, 27. Like, you know, I think that's what it's going to take for, for that whole team to actually be successful the rest of the playoffs. Like, you know, right now the, the Hawks just ran into a brick wall and it's like, that first game, you know, they almost they, they almost lost that first game, even though they right. were up they almost like blew it at the end. They, they went on a run and they, almost came crazy. Back. So they figured out how to, you know, uh, guard Trey out there, and they've been just balling since. So I, I like Joe. Yeah, Ben Simmons and my, Matisse Stiebel have done a really good job on him ever yeah. since they made that adjustment ever since in game they two. Put and Simmons on him, man, it's been a wrap. Yeah, Matisse Thibault's been doing his thing, too, when, you yep. know, Simmons has been out and they've put him in the game. He uh, definitely helped out and, and, and done a good job on uh, Trey Young as well. Um, but, yeah, they just can't stop Joel Embiid. They have no answer for him. Like, thought Clint Capella would at least be able to do a decent and all right job, and he hasn't been able to do anything at all against Joel Embiid. Like, Joel Embiid's pretty much owned him and, uh you know, too little. And then, too little. Right, right, exactly. He's, he's too small to guard him. I'm going to go with Chris Paul. Um, I like I, that one. That's I'm, a good one. I know he hasn't, I know he's not like putting the craziest of numbers, but he had that 15, um, that 15 assist game, zero turnovers. And I think he's just the bloodline of the Suns, you know what I mean? Like, he's that leader. And whenever, whenever you're watching that game, whenever they, Whenever they go down a little bit or, you know, they're not playing well, you see Chris Paul attacking. You know what I mean? He's setting yeah. guys up. He's mm-hmm. he's um <clears throat> um he's getting guys open, he's getting guys guys the right pass, and it's just I think Chris Paul's been the right leader for the Suns. Yeah, they play different when he's out there, man. Oh yeah. Sure. And you know, I think um Payne has come in and done a good job. Yes, he, he's been out, doing his thing, definitely. He's, he's no Chris Paul, you know what I'm saying? I think he just he thinks only the game on Chris another Paul. level, man. He thinks the game on a whole different level. And, you know, it, it's showed clearly in every single team he's been on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's been able to go on playoff mm-hmm. runs. You know, he was uh, recently on, you know, what, Houston and the Clippers. They okay, all went see? to the, okay, see, they all went to the playoffs, man. And, and now the Suns. And you know what, man? Hopefully he wins a championship finally, man, because he's he's he well overdue. One. He's well overdue. Right? Absolutely. 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 And that's why they call him the point guard, man. Like God. that guy's been he just continues to amaze and you know do incredible, remarkable things out there. And the thing that really had stood out to me was and I saw this stat on Twitter was then this the last five games he's had what fifty two assists and only five turnovers. So I mean that's <laughs> You know, extremely impressive, you know, even for him. Like, we know how great of a point guard and, you know, how, how great of a player he is. But, you know, to do that in, you know, in the playoffs, um, you know, at this at this point of his career, even late into his career that he's in, it's certainly, um, you know, outstanding, you know, and, and, and impressive to say the least. So, yeah, no, that was a good one, Vlad. I definitely think that Chris Paul's certainly been one of the top players, not only in this round, but in the whole playoffs so far. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated on the uh, NBA playoffs and NBA news that's happening around the league for sure. Uh, let's pivot into the NFL, man. Some NFL news. Uh, sad news, actually. Rest in peace to former uh, Giants coach Jim Fossil. Um, you know, uh, rest in peace to him. He actually uh, died after a heart attack. He was under sedation. He suffered a heart attack and uh, passed away. So, you know, condolences his family for sure um, for that right there. Jonathan Joseph retired from the NFL after 15 years. That's 15 years is a long time. That's a long Especially time. Especially for a corner, right, right, yeah, for man, a D-back. Man. Absolutely, man. And he definitely made an impact when he was out there, you know, in the oh, game. Yeah, no question. He was a good player, good corner. Yeah, Julio sure Jones' trade has been finalized, and he's changed his number to uh, number two. Um, and the Titans right. had to restructure Ryan Tannehill's contract to sign Julio Jones, you know? So I guess uh, Ryan Tannehill took a play out of Tom Brady's book and was like, hey, good players, restructure me. You know what I mean? Um, I'm sure, you know, he, he has enough millions to satisfy himself. So um, that's pretty cool. Uh, Justin Fields signed a four-year contract worth $18.8 million. Um, well, four-year contract, and he has $18.8 million guaranteed out of that contract. So that's that's pretty good for the number 11 pick in the draft, man. I. I'd, I'd be the number 11 in the draft, you know, and signed for 18.8 
guaranteed I'd, right there. I'd be the undrafted guys inside so five hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> me too. Shit, you gotta be drafted. Pick me up as an undrafted free agent. I'd Man. be more than okay with that. I'll be the water boy. I'll be the guy. <laughs> you just want to be on the sidelines, It's the fact that he had the ball already. That, that, that's what made it. I know. Oh man, Yo, I think he's ready for that position, Vlad. Yo, they are, they get paid a lot of money, bro. Yeah, they get like, paid. Oh, yeah, they no, they make like good money. Eighty thousand, oh, yeah. man, to do that stuff right there. I'm like. Listen, I'm ready. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know John, you should get a job application and apply for that position. Yo, you you look like you're, you're already ready to go, man. Like listen, you're, you're imagine, ready to be out there. All I had to do was be at Patriots practice, water, yeah, you know I mean? Gatorade, whatever you need, man. You know what I mean? Um, I'd be doing that for sure. That's the special drinks. Russell Wilson of the Seahawks, man, said he never requested a trade from the team. So, you know, uh, I don't know how much I believe that, but, you know, he's back. Yeah, I'm buying that. Save that for the birds. That's bullshit. Save that shit for the birds, man. Like, why wouldn't you say that when that all that stuff was happening? Right, right know? when it came out, when the rumors came out. Now you're saying that after the fact, like months after the fact that, you know what I'm saying, all that information and, uh, you know, speculation came out. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense i'm not i don't believe at all what he says he definitely wanted to be traded and you know wasn't happy and frustrated with um, the seattle seahawks organization and what they've put around them the, and think, he, even, he even specifically said the four teams that he wanted to be traded to and wanted to play for i think he, he wanted to the scare them. seahawks I think he just wanted to scare them, you know. He, I, I was joking, you guys. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, really, I was just playing. Um, I was busting yeah. your balls. I didn't really want to leave. I wasn't you going know. anywhere. That's right. Like, <laughs> Jack Prescott oh, agrees to a five-year con, well, five-year deal with uh, Jordan Brand, and he'll be, you know, the highest NFL-paid player uh, to sign with the Jordan Brand. So, congrats to him. Um, I believe Ooh, he agrees. Man, what an off-season for him, huh, John? You know, Listen. Getting that big contract Listen. that he signed earlier in the offseason and then now getting this Jordan deal Dak on Prescott, top of that. Dak Prescott is what a lot of young athletes should aspire to be, man. You Absolutely. Know what I'm he comes in, he's about his work. He shuts up in the, on social media. You don't see him doing too much. You know what I mean? Um, whenever you see him, he's around the – he's either around the, the team or he's on some kind of endorsement deal, and then you don't hear shit about him after that. You know, you know, so. you know what? Right. Everybody needs an agent like um, Dak Prescott's agent. Cause Absolutely. This is my, and I might get a, I mean, I'm not going to get a little shit for this because our, our podcast is not that popular yet. But. <laughs> <laughs> not Watch yet. what you say, man. <laughs> right, right, exactly. But Dak Prescott hasn't done shit. He has not done shit. And look at all he got. One hey. of the highest paid quarterback in the league. He just signed a five-year contract with Jordan. Yeah, but to me, when you look at that guy, he re- he's been to he's been to what is it one playoff game? Hey, uh, Vlad. Nah, he, he's he's played in more than that. It's more it, than is one it, playoff is it game. Two? It's been like a couple. A couple yeah, yeah, but to me, he not, not many playoff games though. He not hasn't many, really but. done that much. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. And mm-hmm. I'm telling but, you, his his agent is working. But Vlad, who would you rather have, Dak Prescott or? or- Cam Newton. Well, we're not comparing that. Comparing. <laughs> oh, oh. He's right. here doing this now. We're not comparing that. I'm just, I'm <laughs> just saying. He's, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league for sure, man. Even oh, though yeah. he hasn't had too much success. A lot he's of people had, are better than Cam Newton. He's had the clapper as his, as his coach. And then now you got Mike McCarthy, who Aaron Rodgers says don't know shit about football. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know um, if they doing the right thing over there as far as go- I mean what I saw was you know a guy that was throwing for like 450 yards a week before he got injured before he got injured yeah you yeah. know what I mean and, he was lighting it up before and he, got he was hurt. leading the league in passing yards after like six seven weeks or whatever it was and he wasn't even playing you know what I mean it, it was kind of crazy to me um but congrats to him though right uh, but it also helps to play for the Cowboys because they pay those guys a lot of money, and they don't got to really do much to get paid over there. I mean, they don't just be 
You know if what I'm saying? If, uh, throwing, if you're, throwing the money. If you're I, the Cowboys, players. if you're the Cowboys, do you resign Dak Prescott or you you go off into free agents? No, nah, I would sign Dak Prescott. I just I just don't know if I would have given him that much yeah. money. I mean, I mean, it's it's really dictated on you know the other guys, you know, like Patrick Mahomes yeah. and Deshaun Watson and what the money they're getting, and it's like. Bro, my numbers are not far from them, so pay up. You know what I mean? I'm all for the players getting paid, regardless of what's happening, you know? Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he's not expected to attend mandatory meeting camp, which is bad, you know, for the Green Bay Packers. But um, Jordan Love, really performing in OTAs. He says he'll be ready for week one. Yeah, Jordan, you've been hearing that, too? Yeah. That boy's been lighting it up in lighting OTAs. OTAs he's been is crazy. tearing up that defense. The other day, I heard... He was lighting it up and tearing up that defense so much, the tight end coach had to go near him and, like, fan him like wow. that just because he was that on fire and freaking just slinging it and throwing darts out there and freaking picking that defense apart like freaking heart surgery. Yeah, man. He's an OTA great. He's a GOAT of OTAs right yeah, now. Yeah, he's already in midseason so. form. He says he's ready to ball, John. He said he, he said he he said he's ready for his opportunity. Shout out to the OTA Warriors, man. You guys, <laughs> you guys are doing awesome. Are, are um, you buying that, John? That he can ball, <laughs> Jordan Love. Y'all think he can play? Listen, I know I know Peyton Manning came out and threw the most interceptions for a rookie ever, right? So. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens with Jordan Love, man. Um, some Patriots news, man. Dante, Dante Hightower came back to practice. He came back to OTAs. You know, Ooh, he was finally, looking, he's back. Great. Yeah, he was looking lean and fast out there, like they say. Um, Devin McCourty also came back to to the minicamp and OTAs. Uh, Cam Newton, I believe we we reported on this, but he injured his thumb and he wasn't able to play. He wasn't able to practice at OTAs this time around. Um, it doesn't sound like he. It's it's a major deal, but. He hasn't been able to participate. Yeah. Jared Stidham was taking first he's been, He can be out there for minicamp, for the starting minicamp. He, he will. Which is actually starting on Monday. It's possible. So. I hope it, so. It, 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 it's a possibility he could be ready to go uh, for, for the minicamp. Maybe not on the first day, but at least, you know, uh, for, for the start of it. Um, you know, and so he won't miss too much time so i heard he'll be out there real soon yeah man so we i mean while he's out we have a ota warrior and jared stidham he's taking first reps uh you know in otas and he's doing really well oh uh, he's looking good john yeah he's looking really good and, um he throws a really good ball command of the pocket all that stuff at otas and then is he lighting it up and tearing up the defense yeah like so is brian hoyer. brian hoyer's looked the best because he's 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 airing it out you know what I mean? At OTAs. <laughs> he's he's just making shit happen. Oh, he's gotten you know better I mean? since since that Kansas City game. He, he's gotten much better. Well, at OTAs, yeah. He's doing really Ah, good. okay, okay. Yeah, OTAs, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Um, gotcha. <laughs> and then Matt, you know, <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> and then Matt, Matt Jones is out there learning, you know, learning the system and, you know, they say he's hesitant out there, and he's doing oh, a lot. Oh man, of he's hesitant. Yeah, I've yeah. been hearing that he's been struggling. Yeah, yeah, he's been struggling a lot. He might not be able to play at all. So we'll see oh, what man. happens. He, he can't ball. He can't play. Hey man, we wasted that first round pick, that number fifteen pick. Oh man, yeah man, that's crazy. Um, in OTAs, OTAs. Yeah, um, just OTAs. Mini camp is starting though, and mini camp is you know important. It's a step from OTAs, so. Yeah, yeah, you know, for the people that don't understand, me and Barry, we're messing around here. We're not being serious. This is all jokes. But, um, you know, the minicamp right, right. does start on, on Monday, I believe, the 14th. So uh, we'll, we'll give you guys updates on what that looks like. And um, the Patriots are actually scheduled to host uh, uh, the Giants for a joint practice, man. We didn't see stuff like that last year because of the pandemic. But now stuff like that is back around, man. And I, I, I love when they do stuff like that because you, oh, yeah. you get to see reports and, you know, see clips of players fighting each other and stuff like that. You know, you, you go against real competition from other teams that are not trying to baby you and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. all up in your face. You know, guys getting dirty out there. So, um, you know, it's a sign of the times. Things are opening back up, and I love it. If, if that happens in Massachusetts and it's open, I, I'd like to go to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, me too. Definitely. I've never been to 
one of them, but I've always wanted to to go. And I've heard, you know, from other people that went that, like, they're really fun, uh, you know, practice to watch, you know, and yeah. to see those, you know, you know, two different teams practice uh, against each other and stuff. So, no, I'm definitely, you know, interested in going to that as well. Um, just yeah, one keep quick, your eye out on that. Keep your eye yeah, out. We'll do on when the dates come. I know it's like that week um, that they play okay. the yeah. Giants and stuff. The only thing is, is that we're playing them at New York. So, I don't know if the practice oh, is going to be here or in, 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 uh, in New York, in New Jersey, wherever the – our Giants, you know, practice. So, you know, hopefully, I mean, at least one of them's here. Hopefully they have at least, um, you know, one of them out here. I'm sure they're probably going to no, no, be usually, over there. And, uh, usually the team flies out the week before and has week before they go practice. So I'm yeah. sure it's going to be over there. But, I mean, that's that's not a, a far trip, though. So, I mean. Yeah. I mean, that's a four-hour drive, right? Right, right. That's about four hours. So it, it, no. it's not too far. We could go in there and be the only Patriots fans out there and um, right. get our Right, could be a nice little road trip, for, you know, for, for us. That's an option and a possibility, something to think about. Right. You know, it might beat us up over there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll hey, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to jump, you know, us out there. No, I don't think we have to nope. worry about that. Okay. That's hey, cool, I'll, I'll be your bodyguard. So <laughs> if anyone comes at you, I got you, bro. I will be your bodyguard. Just like yeah, he has a bodyguard, I will be, you know, your, your personal bodyguard. So if someone's trying to come at you, I'm going to, you know, shove him just like that bodyguard did, um, you know, to P.J. Tucker. I will toss him and, and shove him out the way, yeah. You and guys and make, sure, make sure that they don't uh, mess with you. You guys come yeah. back in one piece. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we, we will. We got you, Vlad. Then we will we'll come back healthy enough to record the podcast that week. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure of that. Yeah, man. On to the MLB we go, man, where uh, the MLB actually released a statement um, against the use of foreign substances. And that's because apparently pitchers have been using substance to add more velocity spin to their pitches. Um, in the and a MLB better grip right on the ball, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And apparently uh, the Red Sox are one of those teams that they say, you know, was involved in that stuff. So um, it's not great news, you know, because uh, we, we have Alex Cora, who was involved with the whole uh, trash can stuff down in Houston you know, with that mm-hmm. whole cheating scandal when they won that. That, uh, that World um, Series that year. Yeah. That year. And now, you know, we're getting this. I believe there's a few other plays that are under, under investigation, Barry. Um, I believe you yeah, mentioned um, that. That that's correct. So I one of you know the most you know popular and biggest you know you know names that has been you know under the, the investigation and spec speculated to have you you know the foreign subs uh, has been uh, you know Garrett Cole, who's you know the pitcher for the New York uh, Yankees. You know he's yeah. been. Well, the Yankees are part of it now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's certainly been a big I part feel, of that as feel well better. because um you know. Uh, in that since, you know, he hasn't been using it since they've been, uh, you know, not letting these guys use that substance anymore. You know, his his pitches haven't looked the same, and he's been uh, getting lit up and hit pretty hard uh, ever since he stopped uh, using that substance. So something is definitely uh, up there. They're definitely up to something uh, in, in New York, particularly with, you know, Garrett Cole, you know. And it's crazy because they signed him to – a big deal just recently. I think last year they signed him to a mega contract of like eight years, like over two hundred million, something like that. So hmm. I mean, they 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 stuck with him for a while now. So good luck to to the Yankees on on having the deal with 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 him for the foreseeable future. Yeah, and we got to worry about the Red Sox because you know we already have a team that's you know has a stigma around these parts. You know, I don't even need to say everybody knows. Um, right, you know, right. When it comes to Deflate Gate, you know, the Spy Gates, Spy Gate to all kinds of dumb stuff that's going on. So I definitely wouldn't want to see the Red Sox associated with stuff like that. And yeah, hopefully uh, not. Yeah, hopefully they they report on what the hell this substance is that's helping these players out. So um, you know, we'll pull out the baseball science or something. We'll figure it out. You know, but um, into uh some Red Sox games. The the Red Sox beat Mar- Marlins five three, and they lost the series against the Astros two and one, winning the last game. Um, John, they- don't forget we swept the Yankees. Sweep, sweep, Yankees. Sweep, sweep. That's right. That's we, right. Not only did we beat mm-hmm. them, we swept them 
at Yankee at, Stadium at in New York. Yep, yep. That was so good. They, he just wanted to make sure you, you know, put that in there right? and didn't forget about that. Because as the first time we've swept the Yankees in 10 years since June of 2011. Sure. Um, we the, the Red Sox just started a four-game series. Uh, did they win or we won? Uh, so it's 1-1. One, one, yeah. The third game's today. Uh -huh. I mean, third game Sunday, and then the fourth game of the rubber match, last one, is on Monday. So okay, the, cool. each team has won a game in, in the series. And as far as I know and was looking at earlier, the um, Blue Jays were leading uh, pretty, you know, they had a pretty good lead on the Red Sox, um, you know, with, with that game going on now. So hopefully the Red Sox can rally and come back. We'll see how the rest of that game goes. But, uh, yeah, the, it wasn't looking too good, um, you know, so far for the Red Sox today. Yeah, uh, some of the upcoming series, they got a three-game left, left in the series against the Blue Jays, two-game series against the Braves, and then a three-game series against the Braves right after that. So Against the Royals, sorry. Against the Royals, Royals. They play the Royals, you're right. Royals, okay. So that was a that was a uh, mistake right there. Uh, but on to the Bruins, man, who uh, got eliminated by the Islanders 4-1. So definitely my prediction. 4-2, 4-2. They won two yeah, games. Yeah, it was game right, six. Four, two. It went to um, six games, yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I predicted six games, but for the wrong team. You know? Yeah, so I know, man. The Islanders took, took that in six games. Uh, Tuparath yeah. will undergo... Hip surgery, you know, um, and if you want to hear some more about, you know, the Bruins, you can listen to our special segment with Joe Murray um, that's going to air, well, pretty much the same time as this. So you can leave this video and go listen to that video if you haven't listened to that video yet. And make sure you subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we'll keep, well, I mean, the NHL playoffs continue without the Bruins. Right. You know? Did you guys um, have any more thoughts about, you know, the Bruins and what you saw? in that series and if that you know we haven't already said you know with with joe murray earlier no not for me man um i but mean I, you you know you had texted the group that uh something about the refs and that we're gonna get the next couple of games and i was like not if they keep playing defense like that and then vlad was like well you know i don't watch so much but islanders got lead of the series or something like that yeah, they, they, um, they have, have control of the series. They have control of yeah. the series. I just saw a lot, you know, a lot of defensive issues, and Joe Murray broke down that down. Why they, the, you know, there was a uh, the defensive issues, you know, with without Joe, um, what's his name, Krug and 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 Zidane uh, Chara. And Chara, you know, we didn't replace those guys, and we saw what happened. I'm gonna take right. a, I'm gonna take a page out of Joe Murray's book and say that we we don't play the young guys. That's right. And and I think mm -hmm. I think. We get stuck in that, and and that's we should have played. We should have played Swayman, man, to be honest with you. That should they should have played him in in Game Six or pulled Tuka a lot early in Game Five, right, and and put him in, right, right. They think they pulled him too late, um, in Game Five without question. Uh, yeah. I think another thing was you know injuries on the you know particularly defensive you know side for the Bruins, uh, you know with you know Kevin Miller being injured as well as Brendan Carlo being injured um, in this series. I think those were two huge injuries for them that they never, you know, were able to, you know, recover from. And, you know, that changed the you know, whole, you know, complexion of, of, of the series. I think ever since, you know, when those two injuries happened, it was like the series just flipped a switch and just turned around as far as the momentum going towards the Islanders' side. And, you know, they just got pretty much exposed and exploited on that side of the puck. Like, you know, the Islanders just kept, you know, the, were able to keep the puck in their zone. The Bruins couldn't clear the puck out of their zone. Uh, they were constantly on the attack and, you know, putting pressure on Tuka Rass and, you know, um, getting pucks on net and scoring chances. And the Bruins weren't able to do that as consistently as the Islanders were. Um, and, you know, and just also making bad turnovers and, their own end of the zone that, you know, caused, you know, that that led to the, some of the goals by the Islanders. And then the big thing, guys, that um, I think that really killed us this series was um, the pop play, the penalty kill for the Bruins. So whenever the Islanders got on the power play, um, you know, and had their extra man advantage, they took advantage of it, you know, the majority of the time. And that's, you know, what good teams do. But you know, the Bruins, because it was crazy that their power play was so, their penalty kill, excuse me, was so good in the Capitals series and early in the um, 
Islanders series. By the time it got to like game three, game four, that penalty kill pretty much was not very good and it was putrid. It was pathetic. Um, and, and I just, you know, think that definitely cost them the series and it just like the, the, their effort in game six was just disgusting. It was sickening. Like in an elimination game to get your ass whooped like that, you know, with the, you know, back against the wall and your season on the line to come out and just get your ass kicked by the Islanders. You know, to, to me, that was just unacceptable and inexcusable and just a frustrating uh, way for them to end the season. And it was unfortunate that they didn't go further because I expected this team, like most people, to make a deep run into the playoffs and have a legit shot to, you know, to win the cup this year. Unfortunately, that didn't happen for this team. It just wasn't, roster wasn't good enough, you know, at all. Yeah, it was just too much that went wrong for the Bruins uh, in the playoffs in this series. Yeah, man, so that's another year of the Bruins uh, bowing out of the playoffs prematurely. So I think, you know, we had some promising teams, you know, the last couple seasons, actually, you know, maybe the last several seasons and disappointing end to the seasons, man, just because, you know, a few things go wrong here and there and that's sports, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I don't know, man, we got to start thinking about <clears throat> maybe even the coach or I don't know. We got to say the coach. I wouldn't say, I don't think the coach is the problem of the issue, even though I don't like, that he didn't put swimming in early and didn't That's take, what I'm, I'm talking about, out. you know. We, no, we no I hear you. But as far as making a coaching change, I don't think that's, you know, what necessary. And they don't need to do that just yet. But certainly he made, you know, some questionable um, decisions and stuff in, in, in this series, particularly with the third and fourth line, which were absolutely pathetic. We didn't yeah. get anything from the third and fourth line. Um, and I thought he maybe could have, you know, mixed, you know, that that up and you know and gotten some better matchups and and stuff and unfortunately he um you know that didn't end up happening so uh yeah we'll we'll see what happens for with the Bruins this off season and we'll see what they can do to improve the team for next year for them to make a you know deeper run and further run in in the playoffs yes sir man and um, finally we're gonna go into that be money lifestyle person of the week but we wrap the show up man who you got. Yeah, so we got a, you know, special individual today for, you know, the B-Money Lifestyle Person of the Week, um, you know, award. So uh, there was a pretty, you know, it was touching and uh, emotional, you know, and an inspirational, uh, you know, story behind this person. So the, you know, B-Money Lifestyle Person of the Week would be uh, T.J. Olsen, who is the son of, uh, you know, former you know, NFL tight end, uh, you know, Greg Olson, uh, who, you know, played for, you know, the Carolina Panthers most of his career and then the Seahawks uh, at the end of his career. So uh, what had happened, you know, with his son, with TJ, was that he needed a heart transplant, a heart, you know, donor in order to, you know, be able to, you know, survive and, you know, and to save his life because, uh, you know, his heart was, you know, getting really, really bad. And so, Luckily, they, you know, they were able to find a, a match, a, you know, a heart donor that, you know, was able to donate the, uh, you know, donate to, you know, the TJ, uh, you know, and, and his family. And they were able to do the um, heart transplant with, with TJ uh, and, you know, and, and give him the new heart that he needed to be able to save his life and, uh, you know, and have a healthy heart. And, and, you know, and, and to recover from, you know, what he was going through. So, uh, yeah, it was, a, you know, really sad story. But, you know, I'm glad that it had a, you know, happy ending. Uh, you know, they just, you know, believe last week did the, you know, heart surgery and the heart transplant, and they just completed that. Um, and he actually ended up, you know, doing well. The surgery went well. And, you know, uh, it's looking like he's so far recovering pretty well from, uh you know, for, from that surgery. So it definitely is, you know, fortunate. And, you know, I'm sure the family is grateful and uh, appreciative of, you know, the person who donated the, you know, heart to them. And that was able to save that, you know, kid's life. That would have definitely been hard to see that, you know, you know, him and his life on that note. So fortunately, um, you know, that didn't happen. And the kid's doing much better now. And he was able to, uh, you know, be with his family uh, and, you know, spend time with them and, uh, you know, 
and 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 I think was even released from the the hospital and is back home uh, with, with the family now. So definitely shout out to um, you know the heart donor whoever that is on donating the heart, and as well as uh, that Olson family as well. Uh, you know Greg Olson, his wife and TJ, as well as their kids. Um, you know glad that they you know at this story ended uh you know the right way for them and they got what uh you know what, what they needed to to you know keep their son alive so congrats to tj warren uh for being the b money lifestyle person of the week this week and that's definitely that b money lifestyle i think you mean tj olsen uh, tj olsen excuse me um, excuse me my, my bad on that tj olsen you know, i know it's been a long uh long the, the podcast the bubble play has been stuck in your head. The Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. It certainly has. So, not, <laughs> not that I'm messing that up. But, yeah, definitely shout out to TJ Olsen and then the Olsen family, um, you know, for being the B-Buddy Lifestyle Person of the Week. And, you know, that's definitely that B-Buddy Lifestyle. So, yeah, my, my bad on that. But oh, good, definitely, man. I'm glad that they... You know that family got a you know greater ending to their story. Yes, sir, and that's gonna be it for episode sixty-five, man. Until episode sixty-six, man. We'll catch you guys. Have a good week. Have a good week, everyone. See you next week. And thanks, Joe Murray, for coming on the pod uh, earlier. We shout appreciate out to you. Joey Mur. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go check out that interview, man. We got some dope and awesome content for y'all uh, on there. So definitely go. Check that out and subscribe to the channel and uh, and enjoy that episode. And we'll be back next week with episode 66. Peace out.